What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another very special ride for the PlayStation Drive. This is episode 51, and we're going to get into it. We have so much to talk about today. It's going to be a jam-packed show, so strap in, get those seatbelts locked, because we're about to rip right on out of here. Uh, my name is Matt. I'll be your host for this wonderful Drive's events. I'm joined, as always, by Captain Canada himself, Mr. Court Lalonde. Court, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. I was, I was, I was just trying to... Tweet that we're live. I know. We, we always get this close. Just multitasking. Multitasking. Just going to just quickly uh, reshare. But I, I'm good. Me. My family is healthy. Yep. And uh, I'm taking my daughter to Wonderland. Always the best. After this show. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have myself a great weekend with my family. It is a long weekend here in Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the May long weekend. And uh, I may or may not have a couple cocktails tomorrow night sitting on my deck in my backyard. May I- or may not. I mean, you deserve it. So, I mean, do it up. Make sure you have fun with it. I hope you have a wonderful time at Wonderland. But this is not the Wonderland podcast. This is Carpool Gaming's The PlayStation Driver. Each and every week we talk about all things PlayStation. We get into the nitty-gritty of details, rumors, and fun stuff. And whatever Jeff Grubb promises and, I mean, hopefully delivers on. Uh, If you like what we're doing, make sure you please like, subscribe, and share. If you're over here on YouTube watching us live, every week we go live to talk about things, interacting with the chat, and taking your comments and questions as we go so make sure you're over here hit that bell so you get notified when we go live there's so much amazing content over here on carpool gaming so make sure you follow all of it or else or else Oh, if you want to support us even more, make sure you hop over to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming, where if you toss a couple bucks in the old tip jar, out comes amazing content with even more coming. Shout out to all of the amazing people on Patreon supporting us. It helps us grow. It helps us do more incredible content. And there's so much more on the way. So get excited and get ready for that. If you're listening to us on whatever podcast network that you're listening to us on, make sure you give us that five stars. Hit us with that subscribe. It helps us reach more amazing people like all of you. And we will always want to make our community an even better and cooler place. So please do all that now. Without further ado, Court, my friend, it's it's been a week. We've been playing some stuff. What have you been playing? What's been going on, my friend? So I purposely tried to play something different than MLB The Show because I'm still definitely playing it. There's a huge, um, as a Blue Jay fan, Royal Holiday is the feature uh, for the program this weekend. He's the legend unlocks at, at two o'clock. They do their live stream and then well done, Sony, uh, San Diego Studios. Like, you've, you've hooked me for the first time ever on a video game since the Division 2. But <laughs> I purposely have been going back to finish Uncharted 4. Nice. Because our, our great friends over at uh, PlayStation Canada supplied it with me with a copy. And I uh, I want to finish it. And I, I, I'm having a blast. I'm, I'm actually playing it with my daughter, um, except, like, the fight scenes. So what I'm doing a lot of, and because my, my daughter's only five, mm-hmm. um, I do a lot of, whenever there's exploration levels, I will play it on my own. And then when I get to a, like the open world, when you get to the Jeep, mm-hmm. I'll just go back to that and let her drive around and let her do, have some fun with it. So I get to share it with her, which is great. That's awesome. It's And you've played it before, right? This is just the replay because with, yeah, all, with all the beautiful PS5 enhancements. Yeah, so I finished it twice on um, the PlayStation 4 because nice. I needed to get the speed run, mm-hmm. even though um, they fixed that trophy glitch. So you're no longer able to like, you know, go to the end and just get it in like two seconds. You're like, oh, let me finish the game so quick. <laughs> um, but I am I, I am a huge trophy hound. Um, so uh, I was the Sony first party games are some of the ones that I always try and get all the trophies for. Um, so I've been trying to go back and I it's it's 
it's crazy how our, our memory works and mm-hmm. that I can go back and any of these Uncharted's or I'm sure when we get into talking about another game later, I know that I'll know where all the trophies are. Right. And it's just so weird how I, I remember, like, I'm like, oh, there's a treasure over there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah. I'm like, yep, it's still there. It's just in my mind. It's muscle memory at that point. You just have it all memorized. Court, you have an encyclopedia of Uncharted knowledge up there. And I can't Good. wait to see you hit that platinum once again, because I'm sure you will. Um, as for myself, I don't know, dude. I've been a bit in a bit of like a, a gaming funk. Nothing's really been like clicking. Nothing's really been like connecting the way that I want it to. Um, so actually, over the pa- over the last weekend, I was like, you know what? There's actually nothing on PlayStation that's immediately grabbing me. I re-downloaded Yakuza Three um, because I've been working my way through all the Yakuza. So that's like staring at me from my PlayStation. But I actually hopped over to Xbox. You know, jumped jumped into some Xbox Game Pass. Um, it's not on PlayStation, but I want to shout out Citizen Sleeper. I I was obsessed with it. Like my wife was uh, out of town for the weekend at a bachelorette party, and like I played it for like five hours straight one day and another like four hours straight the next day and i finished it in its entirety um it's a game it's a really cool sci-fi game where you're basically like uh an android you've like transferred your consciousness from your human body to an android and you end up on this ship uh, and you're basically trying to survive it's a lot of uh, it's almost like a like a board game in video game form where like everything you'll have dice rolls and you can make as many actions as you have for those dice rolls and you kind of like wander around there's a bunch of different um there's a lot of different storylines and stuff, multiple different endings that you can get to uh, and kind of decide how you want the story to go. Um, and I, I I absolutely adored it. It was the perfect kind of level of chill, but engaging with a really fantastic story and great writing. Um, and it's on Game Pass. I just needed to shout that out. I hope it comes to PlayStation. Hey, I was even going to say, have you played Lost in Random? I haven't played Lost in Random yet. I so heard about I it. Think, I think that's just, it's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. um the great people over at ea supplied me and uh, my three dads over at three dads in a console we had review copies of that mm-hmm. it wasn't a game for me but every the story was great everything you just said is that game just go play it um it would give you a it would almost be like hey it's a different perspective but the same sort of idea mm-hmm. um that the, the rolling of the dice and it's you i think you would thoroughly enjoy it yeah i'm gonna so pretty it. much anytime i say a game's not for me matt will love it well that's not me that's why we, we cover our bases here on the playstation exactly drive. yeah i am gonna check it out because it has been on my list for a little bit uh and i also hopped into trek to yomi uh not for me didn't didn't click i didn't feel like the combat was as tight as i wanted it to be i thought it was a lot of just like running left and right um so like i played that for a couple hours fell off of it um and the other one that i started and i've been really enjoying so far is nobody saves the world um from our friends over at Drinkbox, another can- fantastic canadian studio um it's great if, if you liked guacamelee but you wanted more of like a almost like a bullet hell-esque adventure um mm-hmm. it's really cool i love the slime the little the little slug is my favorite, uh, you know, form that you can transform into so far. Uh, it absolutely wrecks once you cover them with poison and you're just kind of flying around and destroying stuff. Um, the game is a lot bigger than I thought, so it's one that I'm definitely going to take some uh, take my time with. But it's a lot of fun. The humor is there. The writing is great. And, it, you know, stylistically, it looks great. So uh, I've been kind of bouncing around, playing some different indie stuff, just trying to find something that's really clicking because we're in a bit of a new game drought right now. There's a lot of backlog stuff so uh yakuza 3 is is the next thing that i'll probably hop into this weekend which i'm very excited about because i am going to play all of them um but yeah so it's 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 been a good week dude it's it's been a little of uh you know finding exactly what's clicking for me and like i said there's been a few that are hitting after a couple weeks of nothing really sticking so it's it's nice to kind of get back into it yeah speaking of this i can't wait for june now because like you you just mentioned how there's no games so i'm gonna do the segue for us 
I'm pretty sure in June we're going to be playing a whole bunch of games. We are about to be playing a whole bunch of games. Let's slam the brakes and hop over into some breaking news. We finally got court after us talking about it for months, years, eons, it feels like. We still got a partial games list. We still not, did not even get the full games list. Um, but for PlayStation Plus launching very very soon i believe you're gonna be pulling directly from the playstation blog uh we've been finally gotten a bunch of games um some highlights uh bloodborne concrete genie days gone uh everybody's golf ghost of Tsushima director's cut god of war the gravity rushes the spider mans uh the all of the last last of us remastered yeah, let's and put behind. asterisks on that spider-man well we have marvel spider-man and we got miles morales yes but we got the ps4 version i know of marvel spider-man i know and the ps5 version of miles Morales. it's it's a, it's, it's a choice it's a choice it's As a choice say. uh the uncharted's are also there uh so there's there's a whole list of first party stuff some of the shadows from the third parties we got assassin's creed valhalla batman arkham knight celeste yes celeste we got a couple of the far cries as well guardians of the galaxy uh and then for the classic games uh, coming from the original PlayStation and PSP, a bit of a shorter list coming up, but we got stuff like Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, Jumping Flash, Siphon Filter, uh, Mr. Driller, Tekken 2, um, and we also got some stuff coming, uh, Ape Escape 2, The Dark Clouds, The Jack and Daxters, um, The Bioshock Remasters, The Borderlands, and then for the PS3 side, remember this is streaming only as things stand, uh, but we got womp, stuff- Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, We got Demon Souls, we got a couple Hot Shot Golfs, we got Infamous 1 and 2, and Festival, Festival of Blood, we got a bunch of the Ratchet and Clanks, uh, and for third-party stuff, we have stuff like Ninja Gaiden 2, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, Enslaved, and then, of course, we have some of our time-limited game trials for us in the premium tier. Uh, what I do like here is that they did clarify, saying that the download will not be part of the playtime. Once it's downloaded, you get two hours. Now, those two hours can vary depending on on the game and what the developers and the uh the slice and it's not till the game actually starts it's not like a lot of game trials are like the loading screen counts yep it's when the game is going and if you pause it pauses yeah okay nice made that clear that's awesome okay so in terms of what you can access with the time limited game trials uh i tried legacy of thieves on ps5 horizon forbidden west on ps4 and ps5 cyberpunk farming simulator 2022 tina tiny tiny tina's wonderlands and WWE 2K22. So now, before we get into the other things that we found out, Court, because we, we did get a, a, b- a bunch more information from PlayStation Plus, what do you think of this initial games list? What are some of the highlights for you? And do you think it's still weird that we still don't have the full list, which they did clarify will launch alongside the platform in whatever area that you're in? My So that my guess is the reason we don't have our full list is because they are region-based, mm-hmm. the lists. Yep. I think that uh, Japanese will get different than what we get here, mm-hmm. uh, which is, uh, to, to, to be honest, understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, because they also have some games that are not modernized for North America and their PlayStation games that we don't ever get to see. So I have a funny feeling those will be there. Mm-hmm. I think what they've announced is almost better than the initial launch of Game Pass um i if you remember the initial launch of game pass was a big want 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 and um it, it had games if you hadn't played them but like almost everything had been played mm-hmm. now for me looking at this i've never played death stranding i'm still haven't played the fedex simulator and i i'm, I'm gonna give it a try mm-hmm. it just did not look like a game for me so i was like i am not spending my money on that game right uh if you haven't played ghost of tsushima director's cut yes. i i have i oh my god oh it's my still god one of my best games i've played since it was the first game since The Last of Us where I played, and I was like, wow, 
this is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's up there, and I maybe that's why I tracked the Yome. I was like, ooh, so you you no good because Ghost of Tsushima's already done it, mm-hmm. and so you can't go there. Um, because you can do the Kawasaki, you can do that in Ghost, so it's so much better. Um, I really like the list. I'm still going to be impartial and say that I can't stand the streaming only for PS3, as I know that um, people have emulators on their computers that already make this work, and I'm really confused by how they decided not to do this but i guess because they already had the infrastructure and the gaikai they just went with it and i understand but trophy support to the ps classics is crazy pants awesome so for those trophy hunters out there the fact that i can go through and play siphon filter that is going to have the hdrs and the the fps boost the the things that i said they needed to do that xbox does it sounds like sony's going to do this moving forward which if they do this because it's already been announced that Origins is coming to both Game Pass and to PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. and they're both going to have the 60 frames per second and the upgrade to the 4K, like they're both getting the upgrades. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like that thing that Sony wouldn't do before, they're going that game's preservation path. They're saying, okay, we will give the upgrades. Because there's games, I know Sean's playing Tomb Raider right now on mm-hmm. his Xbox. And when you play that on an Xbox, um, the Series X, you think it's a brand new game. Like it looks unbelievable with all the upgrades and everything like that. So that Sony is allowing that to finally happen and not just do director's cuts. I'm excited for that. And that makes me think that Sony is going to take that extra step. I look at this list and I say, this is a very good start. It's not the best, but it's a very good start. Yeah, I think it's a it's it's off to a great start. I think especially for anyone who may have missed the PS4 generation, um, this is a, like an incredible way to jump in on PS5 to play a lot of these first party games that people may have missed. For me, I've played a lot of them, uh, but I am you know having access to them is nice to kind of hop in and revisit some of these titles. Like for me, um, Gravity Rush Two is one that'll hop like happily hop back into because I never finished it the first time around. Um, Medieval is a game that I've always been curious about, but again, like never actually wanted to pay for. Um, and like, I mean, even like Tearaway Unfolded is a great way to bring that game to new audiences because I loved, I love that. Yeah, I, love I that loved game. the original Tearaway. So there's a lot here. And again, this is still by no means the full comprehensive list. I think this is a really solid start. And if they kind of continue to kind of grow this, I think the one thing that stands out to me that I'm a little bit disappointed for by is the kind of lack of uh, PS1, PS2, and PSP games so far. And I think that, again, this isn't the full list, but I think if you're going to be, if because that's kind of the major reason why people up, would upgrade to that premium tier, right, is the classic games. And to have something that's a little bit less than, I mean, we have a handful of them. I was expecting a little bit more from the classic side. I'm sure it'll get updated. I'm sure they'll be adding more as they go. But for that being kind of the major selling feature for the premium tier, that to me is a little bit disappointing. And again, we'll see what the full list looks like when it actually comes out. Um, but I, I I would have liked a little more love on that side um, just because, again, it, it kind of you know helps people buy into the service. So for me, I think this is a really solid start. And you already touched on another story. So let's kind of quickly pop over to that one because Siphon Filter will be getting trophies coming from George Yang at IGN. Ben Studio Such has revealed game. that PlayStation trophy support will be added to Siphon Filter when the all-new PlayStation Plus subscription launches. Agency Intel reports that Siphon Filter will include trophies when it arrives on the on PlayStation Plus um, with a video of a trophy unlocking with some familiar audio. So the things that we don't know right now, 
uh, whether is this is a case-by-case -case basis. Will all the PlayStation Classics be getting trophy support? We don't have that question answered just yet, but we do know that Siphon Filter will at least have trophies court. What do you think? And they also said that Siphon Filter will have the FPS boosts and such. Uh, they mentioned that they mentioned that in a like a a tweet like they they were like oh yeah yeah they, that will have it they because they did say in the whole release that some games are going to have the FPS boost yep. and such some will yep uh, and siphon filter is one of them um, and I, I'm very curious to see um, but I am very also um, the Last of Us version we got was the PS4 version the um, there's a lot of hey there's a PS5 version in this game we did not get it. Mm -hmm. um, Spider-Man is the biggest. The last one makes sense because of a story that we're going to talk about later. Mm -hmm. I think that's why they did what they did. Um, and any other game that they're going to have a new version of, that's why we're only getting the PS4 version uh, because they want our dollars. And I get it because I do think Sony's going to roll a lot of this classic stuff out and these PS2 stuff. I think they have games that they know they're going to have and they have a rollout with them. And I think Probably. it's going to be a lot like Nintendo's online service mm -hmm. where they're going to be like, hey, look. Every Tuesday, here's your drop, and instead of them having to pay for a third-party game like Microsoft does right now with Game Pass, which I, I do love, they're going to be, hey, we'll have our partnerships, and it sounds like EA is going to be one of them, just like they have on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. It sounds like Ubisoft is definitely one of them, just like they do over at Game Pass. It sounds like Ubisoft is going to play both sides of the fence here, which makes total sense. Yep. It's just to get people to buy their other service, which will be also available not on PlayStation Plus, but on the PlayStation service. So it sounds like they're going to use their catalog, which is enormous and phenomenal, and they can, and it's so smart because it costs them nothing, that that's what they'll roll out. Be like, hey, remember that game that you really loved from way back in the day? Well, now it's on our our, our service. Xbox doesn't have that catalog. Mm -hmm. PlayStation does. Yes, they do. But so do you think that it will be a case a case by case basis for trophy support or do you think this is going to be like a like only first parties or all games cuz so far the only one that's confirmed anything is siphon filter i think it's going to be it's up to the developer if they want to go back and input it okay. but i think yes they will go to their first parties and be like hey if you're going to go back in and put if you want to go back into our service and do the hdr boosts and all that kind of stuff we want trophy support if we as people uh, as the community that likes to collect trophies or likes to collect achievements, we always think it's front of the mind and it's this. I Greg Miller has said it over and over again. He has spoken to the people at PlayStation. He's spoken to the people at Xbox. Mm -hmm. They don't care half the time. Yep. So the fact that they're even doing this is just a win-win. Um, I do I do hope we get it for the other games. I'm I'm really hoping we get they make a deal with uh and get the old Tomb Raiders on there. I, I really do, because to me, when I look at my PlayStation 1, Tomb Raider is one of those games. Tony Hawk is as well, but mm -hmm. we know that's coming to Game Pass. It ain't coming to PlayStation. Um, that's just one of those things. Mm -hmm. When that deal's done, let's be real here, people. There's no crash. Well, that's the, we got crash in the PlayStation Plus collection, so be yep. happy, but you're not getting the old stuff. It, it, I, I don't see Xbox saying, hey, you know what? Yeah, have that on your service. But the... Sony's execs, besides Jim Ryan and his terrible email, have said some great things mm -hmm. um, just recently with saying that they want to um, have their games on other, on other, not other, other platforms. They keep using the word platform. Platforms. They want to start, they want to start using other platforms and getting it to more users. And my, my guess is, and this is my guess, that they would, the, the games are going to come to PC more often on first party. And I think they're going to come sooner. Yeah. I think that's probably definitely in the works. Like, um, the other thing that we, we haven't mentioned just as of yet, you, you touched on it briefly, but yes, Ubisoft 
uh, is also coming to PlayStation Plus. Ubisoft Plus um, will be coming to PlayStation as a whole, and Ubisoft Plus Classics will be part of PlayStation Plus at the extra and premium tiers. They will be uh, set 27 games available at launch, and they're aiming to have more than 50 by the end of 2022. So it does seem like Ubisoft is throwing their weight behind the service, and I'm sure Xbox is. I'm sure that announcement well, is also imminent. So there, so that there has already been confirmation that yes, those classics. The confirmation was said and then taken away because my here here you go uh, it wasn't said on the Xbox Drive. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and bet everything that at the Xbox event they're yep. gonna talk about the uh, Ubisoft classics because they mm-hmm. one of the, someone from Ubisoft I guess answered the question and then they took it down because yep. he answered a tweet and was like oh no yeah they're they're coming and then Eurogamer put up the article and now everything's gone but they have said the same games and now that you can already go in the Xbox store and origins already has 60 frames per second, which is like every time there's something news for PlayStation, if you go in the Xbox store, it seems to be there too. Like, so it looks like PlayStation plus is launching in June on both consoles. Mm -hmm. My hope, and here's my hope. I hope that if I have a subscription on PlayStation plus on my Xbox, that I also have it like my user, like I should have it on my PlayStation. I really, really, really hope Ubisoft that I do not have to have dual subscriptions on dual because that would suck. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that will work out, um, especially with stuff like I don't know, possible for cross saves or even cross progression. I don't, I don't know to the Ubisoft what has that already in their game. So Watchdog has it, Assassin's Creed Valhalla has it across PlayStation uh, Xbox. Yeah, so I play Valhalla. So I wanted, I, I heard that he had it. So what I did was I popped those games into my my beautiful Xbox and you know plop. 1000 achievement points like like this like i just turned really? it on it, was like, do, 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 do. it actually it actually i had so many in valhalla because i put so much time into the game yeah i put over 98 hours into it it crashed my xbox when it was just hitting up the achievements coming up on my screen it uh-huh. didn't even show them it like showed two and then my screen froze <laughs> and then i went back in and they were all there so yes some of the games that you already have to go into ubisoft connect which is um okay. Valhalla, uh, Far Cry, I believe. I'd have to double check. I haven't played it on both. Uh, Watch Dogs, some of those games, um, the Division doesn't have it. But mm-hmm. any of the newer Ubisoft games, yes, you can turn on your Xbox, turn on your PlayStation, automatically it's all there. There you go. Okay, so that's cool. That's a cool addition. Um, I guess we'll find out more. But we have a couple questions, uh, Court, coming from Twitter about PlayStation Plus before we move on to some of the other stories that we're going to be talking about. Mr. Todd Oxtra at Toxtra asks... What type of frequency of game editions do you expect for the PS1 slash PS2 and PSP classics to be added? How often do you think we're going to be getting them? Because they've already confirmed that they're going, the PlayStation Plus games will be coming out as they have been on, on the essential tier at the beginning of the month. And there's going to be a secondary drop halfway through the month for anything that's on the extra and premium tiers to be adding games in. So they have confirmed, uh, you know, by... I think we get, I, I think we get the once a month. Yeah. And and it's not going to be a lot. I think it's going to be like twosies and threesies because they they got to be smart here. If if you look at what hasn't been announced, it's still a ton of games. Yep. Like you can just look at PlayStation first party games, or look at games that are associated with the PlayStation, like the Tekken's and all that. There's these games that are associated with consoles that you know Sony's like, hey, or geez, there's a whole thing called Final Fantasy, and there's a ton of them. Yep. Um, like like. You and Ryan would be losing your mind. Like Completely. Persona, all these yes. games that haven't been on the list. Because you, you have some great games like Cyberpunk and, and Red Dead Redemption 2 that are on this list. But I think they can like, 
hey, I know you played the remaster of Final Fantasy VII, but we're going to give you the PlayStation 1, the PlayStation 1, the classic version mm-hmm. on our subscription service. And I can guarantee, I know someone like my brother and even someone like myself who, that's the one Final Fantasy game I played to live in daylights out of. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of the remaster. I was like, I actually had more lineage towards the, the original. Okay. I think you're going to get people to play those games. And if Sony is smart, they're going to go the Microsoft route and allow these games that we can play in the cloud. Why can't I play them on my phone? I think I think you're onto something there. I do think that's something like they're definitely expanding more into the cloud. I think we already know. I mean, PlayStation now, like, I mean, this service will exist on PC. Um, mm-hmm. I think you I think you hit the nail on the head, though. I think we are going to be getting um, a couple of PS1 slash PS2 slash PSP classics every month. I don't think we'll be getting more than that. I think we're going to get this like almost in between Nintendo strategy with them dropping whenever they want randomly every couple months, they'll get something and game Pass is much more. I feel like steady feed. I think we're going to get something in between there. Yeah. I think we're going to get the classic stuff coming semi frequently, but we're not going to get a ton of it every month. We'll get a couple games. Do you think we get Vita? They have, do you you think we get uncharted gold abyss? No, I know I loved Really, I love eh? I love it too. There's two like I think it would take too much work like because they'd have to go the tearaway get route. The, get rid of the t- and they yeah get rid of the touchpad stuff. They'd have to get the, they'd have to go to the tearaway route and almost rework that game from the ground up to make it function on a controller, which I just don't see them willing to do. Because I do think Golden Abyss is a really good Uncharted game, and I agree with you. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it as well. I just don't see them going that route. As for Vita as a whole, I don't know, dude. They haven't really talked about Vita at all. They've talked about PSP, but Vita's well, been kind of like left on the wayside. So I don't know. Couldn't they? Yeah. I, I guess that whole like PlayStation 3 Vita generation, Sony really just was like, hey, we're going to shoot ourselves in the foot right now and mm-hmm. see how it works out. Yep. And they're like, whatever, whatever's going to happen is whatever's going to happen. Uh, so I don't know. I think so. Todd, to answer, to answer your question, I think we're going to get them a couple times a month, but it's not going to be more than a couple. Uh, and let's get one more question in from Hopple Game at Aotarius. Uh, with a new PS5 and never owned a PS4 before, the PS Plus Extra is ideal for me. What are your highlights from the list? PlayStation has too many games. So we've gone through the list a bit uh, here, Court. Uh, personally, some highlights, especially if you've never been on PS4. Uh, Bloodborne might be your thing. It isn't mine, but I know a lot of people love that game. I personally obviously love God of War and the Gra- Gravity Rush games. Infamous obviously is there as well. Uh, the Marvel Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales games. The Last of Us, the Uncharted games. Like, there's so much there first-party-wise that you can just hop into and enjoy right away. Uh, what about you, Court? What are some of your standouts from that list? Surprisingly enough, I want to go test out. As someone that had PlayStation Now when it first first dropped, and I was like, yikes. Mm-hmm. I want to test out those PlayStation 3 games as someone that has his whole house hardwired now. So all my... I got rid of... I in your In your house, you can take any plug and convert it. So I took all the cable outlets around my house and I just converted them to landlines. So I converted the cable line so that I can plug in directly. So I have my internet wired throughout my house. I, I was lucky enough that when they're building the house, we got that all put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hardwired everywhere. I want to, I want to test, test it out. And I want to play infamous yep. one and two. It, those are some of my favorite franchises that um, PlayStation has decided to be like, hey, we're going to do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, it's it still confuses to me because superheroes are so huge right now. And yep. it's like, you have a superhero in your PlayStation. Maybe he's an antihero, whatever you want to call him. You can, you can either be a superhero or an antihero. Choose, choose what you want to do with him. But you have Cole and you've done nothing with him. You did Delson. No. Can we just go back to Cole? Can we just 
go just give me some more like wow it's such a great story um even the way they did the animations and they did the comics at the beginning and the end like Mm -hmm. so cool like what are you thinking it goes so well with the whole marvel and everything that everybody wants to do right now yep use it I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm super curious to give that a whirl. And Infamous is a great shout out. So make sure you check those games out. There is a lot there for you. Let's keep it moving right along. Coming from the PlayStation blog itself, written by Mila Pavlin. God of War Ragnarok accessibility features revealed. Uh, the prophecy of Ragnarok brings changes to all the realms. And with that, we're excited to announce new accessibility features that will be available in God of War Ragnarok. Uh, they've redesigned their UI. They've rebuilt controller mapping. They've added customization to combat and interaction systems. There's going to be more than 60 ways to adjust gameplay. Um, they can do stuff like sprint auto sprint, which we saw um, on the God of War PC, along with uh, different aim styles, different block styles. There's going to be a lot more subtitle features. There's going. There's just adding. They're adding in a ton to make this game as accessible as it can be to hopefully let just about anybody hop in and play it and enjoy the experience uh, tailored to the way that they can enjoy the game. Uh, Court, what do you think? What do you think about all these new accessibility features? And what do you think about them doing this so early when we don't even know the game's release date for them to kind of be like, check it out? Makes me think the game is definitely coming out this year, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's my my might as well just not have played the fantasy critic because that just makes me think <laughs> the game is definitely coming out. But um, friend of the show Marcus, who I, I know you, he he seemed very excited about these features, mm-hmm. and it also Steve Saylor I know made some comments about it. It seems like they're pretty much the exact same features that they had in The Last of Us Two, which I know uh, won them many praises, mm-hmm. and it's something that both Microsoft and Sony are doing a phenomenal job with. I know Microsoft is making it, hey, if you're on our platform, pretty much, we want you to have accessibility features. And they definitely put them in their first party. I, I know they were praised for Forza Horizon, mm-hmm. how great it was. And I know that The Last of Us was almost like the standard. Like The Last of Us 2, the accessibility features almost became like a gold standard. Like you need to have this. Mm-hmm. And I know um, soon to be guest of the show, um, Steve McVarry and I were chatting online that we would love to see a day where this is a standard. Like we have a ESRB and we have all these like all these standards that are in video games that they have to match with. Accessibility should be a standard. Yep. And I know we, there was a there was a comment online that the person was bringing up like, you know, what about the devs and this? I I'm not here to even pretend how to develop a video game, but I also know that when you make something a standard, people have to adapt. Mm-hmm. And I think if we really want video games to be for everyone, Let's actually make them for everyone. And that's the thing, right? Like, I would rather a game take longer, but be more accessible to more people to enjoy in whatever way that they can and whatever way that they need, rather than, you know, sinking, you know, worrying about costs, worrying about development time. I think this should be, like you said, just built in inherently in the design process from the beginning rather than it being an afterthought. Um, So I I was really happy to see PlayStation, you know, especially on Global Accessibility Awareness Day, coming out with this news and really kind of showing that they are committed to the narrative and they are committed to making PlayStation, you know, a more accessible place to play. And I do hope we get more along the lines of something like the Xbox Adaptive Controller. I do hope we get some more strides in that respect on the Sony front, but I'm super happy to see that they're, at least with the first-party games, really, really, really stepping into the field and making it truly accessible. They're not just throwing on, like, you know, subtitles of different sizes and being like, yeah, we're accessible. They're actually putting in the work, which is wonderful. And like you said, for gaming to truly be an accessible and welcoming environment to all, 
everybody needs to be able to enjoy it in whatever way, shape, or form that they need to. So I'm happy to see this. I hope this continues to be, you know, uh, the, the kind of standard moving forward. And you're 100% right. We need more just across the board. So I think this is great. And I, I, I'm, I'm glad to see PlayStation doing it. I'm also happy to see um, PlayStation taking some cues. Like, I know they did it with Last of Us, but Xbox had already made it a priority and made it known that it was a priority, that they were the adaptive controller, the the accessibility features, they were they were wanting to bring those into our games. And I really mm-hmm. hope, uh, you know, EA does the same. It seems that uh, Ubisoft, I know with Far Cry, was doing a lot. Um, the fact that no matter what, the, the title screen was automatically read to you, no matter what, there was close cap, like no matter what, that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as you turn it on, the accessibility features were turned on, you had to turn them off. Like it was the standard feature, which is phenomenal. That's yep. the way it should be. Um, so... I'm happy the gaming companies are going this route. We just need more streamlined so they're all this way. Agreed. Well said. Uh, let's hop over to another story coming from the PlayStation blog themselves, written by Isabel Tomatis. PS5 console covers in Starlight Blue, Galactic Purple, and Nova Pink will be available starting June 20, 2022. Early access for customers in the US, UK, France, Germany, Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg is available through direct.playstation.com from June 17th. As for us here in Canada, um, Amazon listings have started to go up. I'm assuming Best Buy and the other major retailers will be following suit soon. But Court, these look beautiful. These colors look awesome. I personally want to grab the purple and the blue and then have like one from each along like like you know just kind of mixing and matching what about you what we finally know when they're coming how do you feel about the colors are you going to be grabbing any of these i think i'm either going to go purple or pink nice. um solely based on um my daughter and i share the consoles and i make that well aware to her um mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if you saw i put out a little tweet earlier in the week and had an xbox controller and it says princess emma on it yep and i was hoping i'm i think she wants the pink uh playstation controller and so if if i get her that you know what it'll make her smile. I don't, I personally don't care what color it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't mind pink. Like I wear a pink shirt all the time cause yeah. she loves it. I bought a pink hoodie. So if I got a pink, uh, Xbox and, or I had a pink PlayStation, sorry. Um, and it makes her smile. I'm good for it. Like what? It's like 60 bucks to put a smile on my kid's face. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Whatever. I mean, like I grabbed the pink, uh, dual sense a couple months ago cause Amazon had a pricing error. So it was accidentally half price for like a couple hours. Uh, so yeah, the pink also looks awesome. I think, uh, you know, let us know in the comments. Let us know in the in the Discord as well of of what colors you're going to be picking up because they do look cool. And I hope we get more of this. Um, our next story coming from Twitter from at Nibelian himself. Uh, Norman Reedus seems to have confirmed that a new Death Stranding sequel is in production. A new interview, an interview coming from LeoEdit.com. Uh, the interviewer asks, "Okay, so you got the book going on, you've got the final season coming out, and the spinoff, and you're filming Death Stranding, the video game." And Norman responds, "We just started the second one. I guess accidentally announcing that they are working on a follow-up to Death Stranding." Now, for myself, Court, I played Death Stranding when it first came out. It didn't click for me. I just, I played like 10 to 15 hours of it. I tried, but with the director's cut. I played that game in its entirety. It, there's something about maybe timing, maybe just the dual sense implementations, the kind of overhauls that they brought to the traversal really made me fall in love with the game. And I'm actually super excited for a second one, which is something I never really expected to say. But I, I, I know you haven't checked out Death Stranding just as of yet, but what about the news for a second one? How does it make you feel? Uh, well, it was the my first game I was going to play on PlayStation Plus when the service go. drops. That was my, hey, I've never played this. I like Kojima games. Um, I thought it was kind of funny because I guess, what was it, like 
two months ago, Norman Reed, they Kojima put that photo out on Twitter of all of them sitting having a smoke outside. Um, Jesus, they're almost in their 60s and they're smoking like gross. But anyways, um, <laughs> they're all sitting outside having a smoke. And I'm like, all right, so that could be like Kojima dropped this game being made months ago. And I was just like, as soon as they saw it, I was like, they're making a second one. Mm-hmm. I think it's great for Sony because the, the rumors all were Kojima's making an Xbox game. Kojima's mm-hmm. making an Xbox game. And also Kojima like moved his studio. Like there's a lot of things going around, uh, but Jeff Grubb's still saying, hey, he was always making this game, and but he's still making the Xbox game. I think it's just great to get more Kojima games. Yep. he's uh, He's got a bright mind. He's a lot like Quentin Tarantino to me, but of video games. Mm-hmm. And he does something different. I agree. And, and I like that. And I'm super curious to see how, you know, Blue Box is going to work into this uh, because, you know, we all know that um, Kojima is secretly running Blue Box Studios. This is a narrative uh, yes, I've been yes. pushing for months. Uh, and, you know, Ryan is probably his ears are probably burning right now from across the from across the way as I once again bring bring up Blue Box. We all know Kojima's the one doing it. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But I guess we'll find out. Um, coming on to our next story from Eurogamer. Speaking of Mr. Jeff Grubb. Uh, this story is written by Matt Wales. Naughty Dog's much-rumored The Last of Us remake reportedly launching this year. Naughty mm-hmm. Dog's much-rumored, but as yet still unannounced, The Last of Us remake for PS5 will reportedly launch before the end of this year. There's still no official word on the remake, but rumors are pointing to continue. Uh, rumors are continuing to swirl with the ever-leaky James Be- Games Beat recorder Jeff Grubb now claiming it's set for a 2022 release. I keep hearing that it's coming this year. Grubb said. Uh, Grubb said on the remake. Uh, during the latest episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast, knowing that he's pretty confident it's going to be launching this holiday. Court, do we need a remake of this game? And if yes. we do, what yes. what, okay. yes. what do yes. you want to see out of it? It is, it is my favorite game. I won't say of all time, but it's there. It's it's so close. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I said I, I want to go down that emotional journey. I don't know how I'm going to handle it now as a parent. Yep. Um, but I do think a lot of people are like, oh, it's it's not that old. I'm like, well, actually, it is. It's, it's kind of old, man. It's from what, 2013? Yeah, 2013. 2013. Yeah. No, 2013. The game came out. Based, yeah, 2013. Now, the t- I thought they were going to bring it out around the TV show, but this makes more sense to the TV show comes out in 2023 mm-hmm. to give more of a hype train. 2013 is a long time ago. There's a lot of new gamers there. You look at the sales of the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox. You look at the sales of video game consoles, period, and you have a ton of new gamers. And I I said this to you before in the pre-show when we were talking about uh, the PlayStation Plus service. And you and I, the 35-plusers, we have all played these games. We've been around video games forever. Like, heck, I've been around video games since Coleco. To us, it is what it is. But to that person, that's what we were like in the Xbox 360 generation, where we're like, oh, these are all new games. Mm-hmm. Some of the, they haven't played these games. That's when a game's from 2013, that's that's almost 10 years old. That's a long time. So for them to be able to play the game now, to launch this HBO series, it, it, it gives it a little push. Now, I'm expecting uh, at least 120 frames per second. I'm mm-hmm. expecting 4K graphics. That's what I'm expecting. I'm not expecting Unreal Engine 5 because I think they developed this game. They started developing this game before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm expecting this game to look un believable. Like, I, I truly am expecting... One of the things that it scares me, but also at the same time I'm really excited for, is the 3D audio on the, the, on the PlayStation. To put a headset yeah. on, and there's certain scenes in this. And to be honest, I'm not going to give away anything. Because mm-hmm. I, I never want to do that with this game because this game is a movie. 
And I don't want, if you haven't played it, then I don't want to give it away. Mm -hmm. There are scenes with clickers that I can say. There are certain scenes, because that's pretty much what it is. It's like scene to scene to scene. That's what I love about it. And it's in Boston, which I I, I have a, a thing for Boston. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, That, oh my God, the noises from the sides of the room are going to, Jesus Murphy. And the jump scares in it. Like, it's going to be good. Yeah. Like, really good. And, and it, coming out holiday, if they, if, say God of War does drop, and it seems like it is now, considering they're, they drop Last of Us and God of War, and Xbox has nothing to drop. Yep. And the only other game that you can play on Xbox will either be Batman or uh, Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. Holy moly. I know. Like, I that's all I'm going to say. That PlayStation could own the fall. They really could. Own the holiday season. They really could, especially if Forspoken hits, um, kind of kicking off that like late summer, early fall, and then rolls into The Last of Us and God of War. Um, for me, I, I'm, I'm a little bit more reserved on this one. I do love your point that for people who are, you know, maybe didn't play it when the, and it initially rolled around, I do appreciate that point. I hope, like, what I want from it, I just don't want it to be a straight one-to-one -one remake. Because if they're using Naughty Dog to do it, if they're pulling them in, I hope, like, they work left behind into the story a little bit more, right? Well, how no, yes, I agree with you that. Yeah. That needs to be, like, a flashback. Exactly. I don't know how you would do that, though. I think you just should be able to play it. To be totally honest, it's someone that I finished it twice on the PlayStation 3. Mm -hmm. uh, and I finished it twice on the PlayStation 4. And, oh, like. Yeah. Yeah, so that's. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, as someone that's played, uh, I only played Left Behind once, and I thought it was phenomenal, integral um, information. Uh, it gives so much of a backstory to, and, and, and actually makes Ellie more of a person. Mm -hmm. and because then, Ellie was a character that you you fell in love with, but at, when you watch Left Behind, it's a character you want to hang out with, yeah. if that makes any sense. I agree. She's awesome. She's amazing. She's like one of the best characters out there in gaming. So that's what I mean. And I it'd, be it'd be tough to play Last of Us 2 without playing Left Behind. Especially exactly. the scene where she's in the uh, the record store mm -hmm. and she's talking about Pearl Jam and such with Joel. Um, that Those conversations are conversations sort of that are from Left Behind mm -hmm. of her backstory and why she loves music and so on and so forth. And that's what I mean. So I, I just want to see them kind of put a little bit more love into it than just here is, you know, uh, Demon Souls versus old Demon Souls, right? Like I, I want something a little bit more. I want them to integrate Left Behind into the story a little bit more. I wouldn't mind them like maybe making some of the areas a little bit more open, kind of adding a little bit of that design from Last of Us 2. I don't we make her swim. Let's just make her swim. I hope so. I really hope so. And like, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like if they're going for the full remake, I want them I don't want them to go as far as like a Final Fantasy VII remake, but I want them to kind of expand the experience a little bit more. I want them to kind of maybe go back and take what they learned from The Last of Us Part Two and retroactively make Last of Us 1, not even better, because I don't want to say better, but kind of, you know, make the areas a little bit more open, integrate Left Behind. I, I want to see a little bit more from that if they're going full board with it and making sure Naughty Dog is the one to do it. I kind of hope that they do because that'll also, you know, shut a lot of people up who are just like, we don't need this game back. It's like, well, here's, here's a different version of it. Here's something that's a little bit more uh, expansive, which I, I'm hoping is the case. Those people that complain about things like such as a video game re-release, um, I think the expression is go touch some grass. Yeah, that's probably like, a good idea. Stop being a whiny little baby. <laughs> like, who cares? If it doesn't affect, like, what? What? Mm -hmm. So weird. I see I see the comments all over. I, I see it, like, people, uh, a journalist will put out an article, say this game's coming out, and one, one they'll attack the journalist um, and say they're either an Xbox person or a PlayStation person, and then two, they'll attack the developer, and I'm always just like, 
So you're buying this game 100%. If you're that fired up about it, you're 100% buying it. And Sony's just like, thank you. Stay mad, pretty like, much. Yeah, like, stay, stay mad. mad. Yeah, um, whatever. Uh, moving on to our last story before we jump over to some questions that we have. Uh, we're not going to get into this one too deep, but I do think this is an important story to talk about. Um, we didn't mention it last week just because there was a lot of things breaking on that day and we wanted to see how things fell out. But coming from IGN, written by Logan Plant, Insomniac and Sony donating 50000 each to abortion rights group following Jim Ryan controversy. Days after PlayStation president Jim Ryan impl- said pl- asked yeah. PlayStation employees to respect differences of opinion amid the ongoing mm. abortion, abortion controversy, Sony and the PlayStation-owned Insomniac have reportedly pledged to donate 50000 each to the Women's Reproductive Rights Assistant Project. Um, there is more in the story. I encourage you to go read it uh, along the lines of how PlayStation is kind of telling their developers not to say anything and how Insomniac's pretty much like, well, we're going to do what we can anyway. I just wanted to bring this up because I do think that, you know, Women's rights to their bodies should not be something that should be questioned or played with. Everybody should be able to make whatever decisions they need to make for the safety of themselves and their loved ones. Um, the the right to choose is one an important one, and I love to see that Insomniac and Bungie as well. Both yeah, I was gonna say Bungie's tweet was awesome. Yeah, both basically being like, we're gonna do what we think is right and what we need to do. Um, and you know, it's nice that Sony is donating, but it also feels a little bit empty given Jim Ryan's you know comments. Yeah, well, you no, know, his comments were so weird, and then he followed yep. it up. They're like, here's my two cats. Yep, weird. Just, just, um. It, I I think it has it's generational thing. I truly I truly truly think this. Um, Jim Ryan says some weird things all the time. It's mm-hmm. almost like, hey, you know what? Can Phil Spencer just be in charge of both, right? Sony and <laughs> Xbox. Can we just do that? Can we just let Phil have both? Yeah. And then everybody will be happy because then people will say the right things. Like they didn't buy a studio because of toxic toxicity. Like it was pretty funny when they were all dunking on Xbox saying they they have this toxic. Where I'm like, they literally told Moonlight Studios, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. But I I do love Bungie coming out and being like, yeah, so we're gonna say whatever we want. We don't care. Yep. And then Insomniac doing the same thing, going, yes, yeah, so we're the Marvel studio. Uh, yeah, no, we don't care. And we're, and and if history shows anything, uh, Naughty Dog is the same way. They they don't care. They're gonna say whatever they want yep. and back whatever they want. Um, when uh, when everything happened with the LGBT community, uh, when everybody was attacking Naughty Dog and Sony said nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Naughty Dog was never ever 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 quiet. Yep. They never, which is a good thing. Exactly. So, um, you know, I encourage you to go read the story. Just be informed of what's going on in this industry, because like we mentioned, it, it for it to be a safe and exclusive, inclusive place for everyone, these kinds of things need to be talked about. So go educate yourselves. Shout out to Insomniac uh, and to Bungie for sticking to their guns and doing what's right uh, and, you know, backing their beliefs and what they need, you know, what the, and putting their money where their mouth is as well. Uh, you well, know, James, James Holiday in the, uh, the comments, um, human rights shouldn't be a difference of opinion it shouldn't be he's not he shouldn't he's he's right he like you were saying do what's right for them like whatever like this this is just human rights this exactly. is just yikes yep Oof. so weird again shout out to insomniac and to bungie for doing the right thing uh let's let a couple of our friends into the car my friend court we're coming from mr nagachaka over on twitter as of may 17th sexiest man alive sexiest man alive say. As of May 17, 2022, we have a My Name is Mayo trilogy. How many times did you guys tap the jar in Mayo 3 to get the Platinum Trophy? I wasn't paying attention, so I finished off with more than 17,000 taps. Hashtag no shame. Court. Oh, my God. Hold on. What? 17,000 taps. Never played the game. Me neither. I will. Right no. now, never yeah. played the game. I think it's if it's $1.99, sure. I'll go out and get the Plat. Um, I don't think there is any shame 
in going out there and getting trophies or nope. achievements. I think it's fun. I've done it. Uh, there was a chicken cross the road game when the PS5 launched that was like less than a minute to get the platinum. I bought it for a dollar ninety nine when I first got my PS5. I know Gamer Graham, um, friend of the show as well. He he has got a ridiculous score. In fact, he responded to someone on Twitter today, and they were in shock. And it was a checkmark person, and they were just like, "What?" And then I was like, <laughs> "Why don't you show him your Xbox score that only took you a year?" Because um, it's it's just crazy. I hats off to the people that go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think achievements and trophies. I think trophies add. They're better. I like trophies better than achievements. I, I love the Platinum Trophy, mm-hmm. but I think they add something more to the game. They give replay, replayability, and I think they need to be something that is looked into more often yep. because there's so... One thing I wish Sony would do is what Xbox does is adding them after the fact. Yep. Like going back to the games and adding more. Um, it doesn't take away from your Platinum in a, in a Sony game. And I think it's fun. Be like, hey, this crazy thing happened in the Spider-Man movie. We just threw it at, hey, go do it in the game and we'll give you a trophy for it. Yep. It gets people to go turn the game back on mm-hmm. and play it again. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't know why so many people in the game development stage, maybe the numbers just prove me wrong. And it totally could happen that they don't go back to do it. I know Greg Miller screams about it all the time. I don't know. It makes me play games again. Just go get them. Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm not much of a trophy hunter myself. Like, I'll kind of, like, if I really fall in love with the game and the list isn't, like, egregious, then I'll, I might go for it. Um, like, Ghost of Tsushima is one of the only ones I actually have the platinum trophy for just because of how much I was actually loving the game that I decided to kind of, you know, go back You're in. You're going to be mad at me. Why? I didn't press record on Audacity. Keep going. <laughs> we'll figure it out after. Um, yeah, so uh, Nagachaka, I'm glad that you enjoyed. My name is Trio. My name is Mayo. The whole trilogy is out. I'm sure the narrative is very hard to come in. Uh, I wouldn't want to jump into the third one without playing the first one first to really get that story down. Um, but yeah, no shame at all. If you like your trophies and you want to hunt, by all means, it's your money and it's your time. Do it. I'm feeling shame right now. I'm not gonna lie. I'm definitely <laughs> feeling shame. Uh, there's one more question from the chat that I want to pull in from Mr. James Holiday. Never played the Vita. Is there a lot of good games for it? Yes. There are there are a lot of fantastic games for Vita, but the thing is, in this day and age, you can play most of them elsewhere. That's that's. The I thing. would say get the PlayStation Television thing. I would I I would even tell you not if you can find one. I wouldn't even tell you to bother with that because the problem is is that like it for me it very much became a JRPG machine because we didn't get Fair a lot enough. of so you know first party love for it. Per- um, Persona Five Golden is so that's the Pers- one I liked. Persona Four Golden and that's on Steam now and that's on Steam now okay, right Fair so enough. like. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? Like Uncharted is pretty much the only game that I can think of that's still stranded on that system. And I would not tell you to buy it specifically only for Uncharted. I love my Vita. I have it like quite literally right around here. Oh no, I took it downstairs because I was actually playing it. Um, There's so much amazing stuff on there, but you can play so much of it elsewhere. So if you want to have the unit and you want to jump in, I mean, by all means, I recommend it by by all stretch of the imagination, but just... Be aware that you can play most games elsewhere. But, Court, that brings us to the end of the show, my friend. Before we get going, if people wanted to find more of you, where could they do that? Uh, I feel for you if you do. But uh, I am on Twitter, at Court Lalonde. Uh, also, I, I run the social media for Carpool Gaming. So, at Carpool Gaming, if you uh, if someone is a smart mouth to you, that's 100% me. And I, uh, <laughs> I don't apologize. Um, I'm just trying to have some fun. I never mean any badness around it. But, yeah, I run our, our socials, our Instagram, our, our TikTok. We have TikTok now, people. Uh, it's different. Uh, but, yeah, and I also do a uh, podcast every Wednesday live on YouTube called Three Dads and a Console where we discuss video games from uh, from a parent's perspective. 
Love it. Make sure you go support Court in all of the things. As for myself, you can find me over on Twitter at burnout underscore Matt. You can find us over at youtube.com slash burnout brighter where we talk about all things video games, mental health, and social justice. And before we go, Court, next week's PlayStation Drive is going to be a bit of an outlier. It's going to be a bit of a weird one because on Monday, Carpool Gaming is celebrating the community. We're doing a bunch of live streams and so much going on. There's going to be a whole bunch of E3, but not E3. We're going to predict no, something. We are going to call it Summer Games Fest. I refuse to. Uh, I love you, Sean. I just, it, E3 is dead. I'm sorry. It's Summer Games Fest. Prediction. E3 forever. We're going to be predicting. We're going to have the amazing Steve Vegvari joining us for, I think, one of the first. He's in the chat. Yeah, he's in the, he's chat. in the chat. Shout out to Steve for one of, I think, actually, the first guest ever on I the don't, PlayStation yeah, Drive. I think I was the first, well, I was one of the first on the Xbox Drive when I did the Halo review. Yep. I, I know based on scheduling, it's hard for you guys. Well, I guess us to have guests and yep. this is gonna yeah we're gonna get into well, it, the, so. the tech with the specs is coming on our show the tech with the specs Monday at 12 30 p.m eastern time come hang out with us we're going to be getting into it I'm also going to draft up draft up one of those google forms and send it out to the community so we can get your predictions in on the show as well and let us know what you think playstation is going to be doing moving forward everyone thank you so much for watching we will see you on the next episode this Monday get ready it's gonna be fun we'll see ya peace out see you next time the PlayStation Drive is fueled by the Patreons who truly make us believe that anything is possible. And we'd like to thank the more than 90 patrons who support us each and every month at patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. With a special thanks to our ultimate producers, mostly Martinez, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Dallas Ford, Trucker Soth, Jonathan Brown, who has a new album, In My Element, on Spotify and Apple Music, Drew Agnew, who is the host of the House of Mario podcast, Lee Navarro, who is the leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. The links are in the show notes. Please support these ultimate producers. Platinum producers, Brendan Myers, Becky Rubin Navarro, Skinny Matt, Robbie Bobby Miller, and then our gold members, Tom 4NKS, Slissy Carosa, Anna W, The Snack Network, Foolish Fuji, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Tony Baker, Mac Time, RJ Kern, Jose Jimenez, Ashley Nichols, Argo, Marcus O'Neill, and Dallas Robbins. To support the PlayStation Drive and get some awesome perks, go to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming and select the tier that works best for you.